Lynn's in our small group and haven't seen her for five weeks. She's been gallivanting over Europe. So welcome back, Lynn. <laughs> welcome, church. Um, oh, I'm super pumped for this morning. Um, I'm going to be sharing about something that uh, I suppose is really dear to, to my life and to uh, my journey in faith. Uh, and I want to talk about fellowship. Okay? So, the, uh, one of the scriptures, or we're going to start with Acts 2.42. It says, and this is uh, right back at the kind of the start of the church. Um, you know, it's, yeah, the very beginning, Acts 2.42. It says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to p- prayer. So, they devoted themselves to these things. And one of those things was fellowship. You know, so fellowship was pretty important for the early Christians, right? I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you've ever thought about that you've devoted yourself to fellowship. (laughs) I don't know. It's not really kind of the emphasis that we tend to put on that that thing in 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 our context. Well, that's kind of how I've I've never really perceived it. You know, I'm devoting my life to fellowship. But that's something that was incredibly significant for the early church. And so I suppose what I want to unpack for us is why. Why was this one of those four things that they were just like, I mean, this is, this is significant. This is very important. And, and I believe fellowship is key in, in, the, in our lives and, um, and, yeah, and what God wants to build in your life. Is that cool? All right, so... I thought, oh, let's look at oh, what, what, is, what is the definition of this word fellowship. So I first went to the English, right? And uh, it was pretty funny. So the English definition of fellowship is a friendly association. So, so the early church, they, they devoted themselves to a friendly association. No, 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 no. it doesn't make sense, does it? Like, like, why would you devote your life to just having, you know, is it a friendly association? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. You know, we're truly, I'm truly committed to my cup of tea and biscuit with my friends. No, I am truly devoted to having a cold one on a Friday afternoon down the pub with my mates. It, it, I just don't know if the English, the English definition of this word kind of cuts it. You know, some of the synonyms we use for uh, fellowship, we've got companionship, sociability, fraternization. <laughs> That's a pretty interesting one, isn't it? Uh, so, uh, husbands, I encourage you next time uh, when you, you're with your wives, you can say, let's go and have some fellowship. <laughs> it doesn't, I don't, know, I don't know how they get that definition or synonym for, for fellowship, but it's in there. Uh, then there's camaraderie, friendship, mutual support, mutual respect, and, and then this one I love when I was reading all these um, synonyms. It was the informal chumminess. <laughs> so I just don't think English um, words can quite define what fellowship is, right? And, and really, particularly, in this, these, these definitions of fellowship, or most of what we've been talking about, it's, it's probably, probably how I see the, how the world or how society views friendship or, or relationship, right? But the one word out of those few that I read, which I, well, I suppose sticks out the most for me, was camaraderie. Uh, and I think it puts Acts 2.42 into a better context for us and why 
they would devote their lives to fellowship. Because if you think about their context, you know, the likelihood of them having fellowship as Christians probably meant persecution. And even in some cases for some, it meant death. So for them to have fellowship back then was a big deal and it needed them to, to be able to go, no, actually, there's something important about this. It's powerful. It's powerful for my life and for my future, even to the point where I can do this knowing that I will get persecuted, knowing that I may risk my life. And I think that's, that's powerful. So there's that, that, I suppose, that what we can look at in, in our modern sense of what, what is powerful about a connection between people, and you hear that word camaraderie, and it's often we see that in reference to um, soldiers and their relationship with one another when they were off to war, and they had to rely on that connection, that, that fellowship with one another uh, for the sake of their lives together, right? And so I love that, that word. I suppose that's the one English word that I love about it. But then I thought, let's look at, let's actually go to the Greek word. In the Bible, when it talks about fellowship, it's using a Greek word and it's koinonia. Say koinonia. It took me so long to learn how to pronounce this word. <laughs> you know how you, you look up words like Greek words or any, any type of, and, and they give you the little, the, the pronunciation bits. It didn't help. I'm reading out these pronunciations and it's, it's like, koinonia. Uh, how do you piece, there's too many syllables there to piece that all together. And then there was this little perfect, in Google search, next to koinonia, there's this little, um, what do you call it, sound speaker symbol. It's like, I wonder what that is. And then this beautiful kind of electronic accent, koinonia. And I'm like, oh. Perfect. Koinonia. But, and again, the internet didn't help me out here because really when it tried to define koinonia, it used these few words and, and it didn't quite cut it for me. It says communion, which is good, joint participation, the share which one has in anything. But I just don't think, these can't kind of wrap up. What, why would this fellowship be so significant for the early church, and you know, so it doesn't give it justice, but really what I think we need to do, if we want to get a grasp of what fellowship means and the importance of it, we've got to go to the scriptures, and we've got to look at what it, why it was significant for the early church, and why it is significant for us. Is that cool? So 1 John 1, 3 says, we proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us, and our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. I love what, uh, what John was putting in this scripture. You know, um, you know we, we want you to have fellowship with us. And, it's our, and then when it says our fellowship, it's, it's us together. Our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. You know, our fellowship together is more than just the activities that we participate in. But it actually starts and it's birthed out of our, the relationship that we have with one another and, and, the, and what we share within our relationship. And, our, and our, what we share primarily, obviously, is the, the saving grace that we've received from Jesus and the freedom that we have in his name. You know, come on, that's, that's what binds us together in our relationships. It's what makes uh, our gathering here significant. We're not just coming together just to have some cup of tea and biscuits after church, you know. 
But we're here because there's something that's bound us together and it's through Christ and our relationship with Him. And, and that is significant. You know, for me, the relationship... When, sorry, the relationships that I encountered when I first started coming along to this place, uh, it changed my life. Um, it started off at youth on, on Friday nights. And I had... I had I, I, I had lots of good friends when I was younger, um, not so much at school, but, and, you know, I had a great family, and, and I, I really kind of had fun at times, right? But then when I came to youth, it was something just totally different. The relationships that I, I began to form at youth, it was like I had nothing I'd ever experienced before, and, and it made me hunger to, to know why. And it was a subconscious hunger. It wasn't really like I kind of wake up every morning and go, you know what, I really need to know why my friendships are so much more deeper when I'm at youth than when they're not. But it was something subconscious within it, just it lured me to that place. And, and from there, I discovered Jesus, right? And, and then again, coming into church on a Sunday after becoming a Christian and, and forming relationships and connections in this place, in this house. Uh, it changed my life because of that connection and what we share together and what you guys were able to produce or, or bring out of me and in my faith. It's significant, right? And the other thing that I love about um, what we share together as Christians in fellowship is we are partners in a cause. And we, we have something that we, we're living for. It's not just to have a tea and a biscuit. It's not just you know, just a hangout social, but there's something powerful within it. We, we live for a cause, and it's the cause of the gospel, right? Paul's prayer to the church, I need a drink. So come on, we're partners. The, next, the biggest, one of the parts of why fellowship is significant for us, for, why fellowship is significant for us is that we, we, we share a partnership in something. Paul prayed for the church in Philippi. In uh, chapter 1, 4 and 5, it says, In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. So that word partnership is that, oh, I can't even pronounce it, koinon, koinonia, koinonia. Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Our fellowship is formed on our relationships because of Christ, but it's built on what we share in Christ. It's built that we are partners, you know, we're co-workers in the cause of Christ. You know, what we do, it's more than just a friendly association. What we share has changed our lives, it's changed my life. And what we do together is life-changing. So my question, I suppose, is what is, is our fellowship? Is it life-changing or is it changing lives? And then I, a couple of weeks ago in small group, uh, and I suppose this is kind of the, the beginning of this, these last few weeks in, in coming together and culminating this morning when I'm preaching and, and talking about fellowship. But it started a couple of weeks ago at small group, and uh, we've just started a series on the Holy Spirit and, and, uh, and the gifts of the Spirit. And they just read this, uh, one of the, they do 
So in our small group, we watch some videos, right? And then we do a study on the video. And so this video, um, they just shared a, a scripture out of 2 Corinthians. And, um, and it, was, it was powerful, vivid to me. It, it kind of uh, helped me to pitch or pull together a greater understanding around fellowship, okay? And so it's 2 Corinthians 13, 14. It says, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And so in, in um, 2 Corinthians, this is like the very last scripture of the, of the um, book, and it's just Paul doing his farewell to, to the Corinthians, you know, just you tack it on, you're like, oh, we write um, love from. <laughs> so this is his love from. It's like, um, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And so... I suppose what the, the guy was talking about in the video, he was saying the thing that, the, that is what the Holy Spirit is most passionate about is fellowship. And just like Jesus, he's passionate about grace and, and saving us. And the, what's, what God is passionate, what the Father is passionate about is, is love and his love for us. What, fe, what the Holy Spirit is passionate about is fellowship. And I find that is incredible. That is amazing that we have someone that we can access, right, in our lives that can show us who is the absolute master of fellowship and can show us what it's really like. And, um, and so I suppose, where am I up to? Yeah, so this is, this is how I can best put an example to this, right, is... Um, When, when you have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, is it like a friendly association? No, it's not, is it? Like, so when we, when we actually have fellowship or connection with the Holy Spirit, it changes our life, yeah? And, and so for me, like a couple of weeks ago, um, after hearing this sermon, and I was like, oh, I just need to get, I just need to hang out with you some Holy Spirit. I just need to build on my relationship with you. And so I had this incredible encounter with God. I, I happened to have two and a half hours awake time by myself, right? Which is amazing <laughs> because I was in a car and having to drive to Sydney for a work conference. So, and it was just like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this two and a half hour time. I just want to come and I want to connect with you, Holy Spirit. And what happened in those two hours was incredible, and it wasn't a friendly association, but it was a powerful impact. You know, I was a blubbering mess most of the car trip up to Sydney, and it was awesome. And you might think, oh, what's, that? what's so attractive about that? But you know what? I came out of it, and I was more, I'm more free than I have been in months, right? And it was just because I had this time to fellowship, connect with the Holy Spirit, and he was able to, to minister into my life. And it was awesome. And so, oh, yeah, and, and that's what it's like when, when we fellowship together. And when we fellowship with the Holy Spirit, it's, it's a connection that goes beyond just friendship or, you know, doing stuff together. But there's a purpose in it and there's a life changing in it. Okay, does that make sense? Very cool. 
You know, and that's not to say that every single time I have time with the Holy Spirit that I end up in a blubbering mess and rah, rah, all that kind of stuff. It's not really like that. But every time I do spend time or, or connecting or even just praying and, and asking the Holy Spirit stuff or praying into things, every single time I have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, it points me to Jesus. And that's what's significant about our fellowship together. And when we come together, come on, are we pointing each other closer to Jesus? Okay? And I'm almost at the end, so if, if team wants to get up, the band wants to get up on the stage, that'd be great. I believe God this morning, just um, as I'm sharing around fellowship, is he wants to, I suppose, raise our expectation or increase our expectation on the potential of our relationships with one another, on the, the potential of, of our fellowship at church and with, with one another. Um, Philemon, I want to read from Philemon. I don't know if I've ever preached out of Philemon before, so this is a first. Philemon verses 4 and 6 says, I, all, four to six, I always thank my God as I remember you in my prayers because I hear about your love for all of his holy people and your faith in the Lord Jesus. I pray that your partnership, and that's that fellowship again, I pray that your partnership with us in the faith may be effective in deepening your understanding of every good thing we share for the sake of Christ. Isn't that awesome? Come on, like, may our partnership together in faith make us go deeper and get a deeper understanding of every good thing that we have in Christ. Oh, that's so cool. Come on, let's grow in our fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You know, he, as I said before, he's the master at it. He, he's passionate about this. And as we learn what it is to connect with the Holy Spirit, we'll learn how to fellowship and that will begin to rub off on how we connect with one another and what we do together. And it's going to raise our faith and expectation around fellowship. And, it's, and I think what I want to encourage us this morning is let's be intentional in our connection, in our times together, in our relationships with one another, in our cup of tea and a biscuit, in our fellowship, let's be intentional about just believing that God's going to do something through that time, that there's just the opportunity to inspire each other on, each other on or spur each other on. Now, we, Amy and I had um, dinner with Lee and Larry this week, right? I love these guys. Lee and Larry are awesome. And, and, you know, we had a lot of fun. There was a lot of tea and biscuits, right, in that sense. It was just a lot of friendly association. But it was more than that as well because every time I speak with these two, I don't know about, it's probably the same for every one of you, but every time I speak to them, I get inspired, right? Because their faith is amazing and, and, and how they pray just so, I don't know what the word is, they just pr pray with knowing that God's going to answer. And you hear their stories and you're just like, ah, and it, and it stirs your faith, right? And that's, that was more than fellow, uh, friendly association when we had dinner this week. And, and so come on, let's be intentional when, we, when we're connecting with one another, knowing that God is going to actually raise our faith, draw us closer to Him. And, uh, and that's what it's all about. Okay? So I'm just going to pray for us. And then I was thinking, can we do that last praise song that we did when we did the praise section this morning? Because I thought that was awesome. But keep doing your tinkering, Beck. It's really nice. It'll help with the prayer as well because, you know, whenever someone tinkers when you pray, it actually makes it feel better. 
even if it's just for the person praying. <laughs> no, sorry, I'll be silly. So, so Almighty, let's stand actually. Come on, let's stand. And we're going to pray. Almighty God, we thank you that you do love us. And we thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross and rise from the grave and make a way for all of us to come into hope and freedom. Thank you for the grace that you poured out on us, Lord Jesus, that we are free and that we walk in this. This is the one thing that we share together. We share in your freedom. We share in your grace. We share in salvation in the fact that we, we have an eternity assured with you. And we thank you so much. We give you praise because you are good. And so I thank you for the connections that I've formed in this place and how they've built my faith and, and how they've spurred me on into the life that you have for me. I thank you for our continued connection, our continued fellowship together, whether it's here on a Sunday or, or wherever it might be during the week. I thank you that, that our fellowship and our connection together, it's to build our faith and to spur us on and may that continue to happen. And, and may you raise our expectation on, on our times together and, and Holy Spirit, most of all, may we know what it is to connect with you, to fellowship with you. May we glean from you what it is to, to fellowship. As you change our lives, help us to, to express that change to others and spur us and spur each other on in faith. I thank you for my beautiful church. I thank you for my friends here. I thank you that we have more than just a cup of tea and a biscuit. I thank you for, for what goes deeper than that. And it's what we share in you. So we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.